Welcome to The Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. Let's chat about intrusive thoughts today and how to overcome them. We all have intrusive thoughts and we are not our thoughts, and it's been a really like common theme lately with my friends, with my clients. I actually spoke on another podcast episode around how to really take control of your thoughts last week. And today I want to be sharing with you steps and ways to proactively handle your intrusive thoughts and a three-step system I do in the moment to really grab control of the thoughts when they're coming in and they don't serve you. And if you're new to my world, to this podcast, welcome. My name is Tatiana, and I am obsessed with becoming a master of your mindset. And this podcast is a place for me to teach you ways to rewrite your story, to take control of your mindset, of your emotions, so that you can create your best life. And a really big reason why I'm so passionate around these topics and giving you guys weekly doses of inspiration and tools and new knowledge is because I used to live a completely different life than I do now. And there was a lifetime ago, it was back when I started making the change was back in 2017, but my entire life, I struggled with negative self-talk, victim mentality, intrusive thoughts, like really, like I would have some really dark thoughts and I then would judge myself from it. Cause I was like, Oh my God, do I think that? wow, I must be a really bad person. And what I found is that over the years of my personal development journey is I've found how to take control of my thoughts, but also I have accepted that I am not my thoughts. And I still have some weird, intrusive, dark thoughts now, but I know that those aren't my thoughts and they're not true. And the reason that why this happens and why it's so important for us to become mindful of our thoughts is because the reason why you're not your thoughts is because of this. Our subconscious mind picks up on 2 million bits per second. That's a lot. While our conscious mind, what we're aware of, only picks up on 126 bits per second. So when we have a thought, it could be something like a judgment on yourself, a judgment on someone else, whatever it is. Is that truly your thought? And the thing is, is probably not. You could have thoughts come from like influenced by TV shows, by society, by the radio, by an off conversation your subconscious mind is picking up. And so the thing is, is if we're not aware of these thoughts, they can easily become believable and we can easily spiral and get into anxious modes, depressed modes, anger, like it's just can spiral us down and it can take control of us. It can start to feel really overwhelming. 
But with the right techniques, you can regain control of your mind, of your thoughts and of your emotions, because everything comes from a thought. And in today's episode, I'm going to be providing you, you know, with practical steps for you to overcome these thoughts, for you to be proactive about it. And the three-step system at the end of how to do it in the moment. And my intention is for you to have things to walk away with today to help improve your overall mental well-being and reframe the way you see these thoughts that come up in your mind. Okay, so let's start with the steps. So I have like steps or tips on how to overcome intrusive thoughts in general. And then I actually have like a three-step system to share with. So the first tip and, and beginning way to handling your intrusive thoughts is to identify and understand and bring awareness to your intrusive, intrusive thoughts. If you guys know me, and if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know, I say everything comes from awareness. We can't make a change without awareness. And it takes time to build this muscle to learn how to recognize and acknowledge intrusive thoughts when they occur. And we want to understand that these thoughts are not a reflection of who we truly are, of our character or our desires. And it could have just been like a thought that comes in, like a buzzing bee that comes into your room, right? It just is. I like to tell people to like, let your thoughts come in and come out like the waves crash on the shore. They don't have to stick. And within this step, it's important to educate yourself about common types of intrusive thoughts and their potential causes. Because you may be sitting here listening to me right now and you're like, well, what exactly is an intrusive thought? So a few common types. And again, I'm going to just give you a, a higher level view of types of intrusive thoughts, but Anything that neg- is negative and doesn't serve you is what I believe is an intrusive thought. So an intrusive thought could be violent or aggressive thoughts, right? This could be involving images or scenarios that can cause harm to yourself or to others, like thoughts of self-hate, self-harm. Sexual thoughts can be intrusive um, if they're inappropriate, if they're fantasies, if they're urges that you don't understand like where they're coming from, if they're unwanted, if they're with someone else and um, you're in a relationship, right? There can be intrusive thoughts around like germs and contamination. How many people fear getting sick or fear of germs or dirt? And like it can create this spiral of like excessive cleaning or cleaning or excessive avoidance of going places or not touching things. Like those are intrusive thoughts telling you that like it's not dirty. It's, I mean, it's not clean. It's dirty. It's not safe. It could, intrusive thoughts could be under like unwanted religious thoughts or or beliefs and all of these personal views and values from yourself or from others. Intrusive thoughts can be doubt and uncertainty. How many times have you second-guessed yourself? Have you lived in fear, fear of making mistakes or fear of doing something wrong, fear of failure, right? So doubt, uncertainty, fear, intrusive thoughts of fear of dying, fear of accidents, fear of tragedies, fear of having harm being done to you know ourselves or our loved ones, Um, and just overall thoughts that don't serve us, thoughts that aren't true and thoughts that can feel really negative and intrusive and dark or creating us to worry and go into an anxious spiral. So these are like some categories, right? Like major ones. And 
what these intrusive thoughts can lead to or create are anxiety disorders where there is a lot of fear, a lot of worry of uncertainty and unknown. It can lead or be caused by um, obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD, or post-traumatic stress disorder, PSD, uh, PTSD, or social anxiety disorder, SAD. And what I mean by this is this actually, when I was a child, I actually did struggle with OCD and anxiety a lot, and they went very hand in hand. And it was because there was these intrusive thoughts of fear of not doing something right, of I had to hit the light switch a few times because if not, like a witch would come at me or like those are intrusive thoughts. Those are thoughts that aren't serving me, that aren't real. They're made up in my mind. There's a fear from it um, or germs. My, you know, it's dirty and like, what if I get sick and die? Like that fear. So really being mindful if you struggle with a lot of anxiety or OCD, like these are signs of intrusive thoughts that are taking control and running your inner dialogue in a um, unconscious level. It can lead or be caused by trauma or past experiences, other underlying health conditions, um, mental health like you know bipolar or in depression or borderline personality disorders. High levels of stress can cause these intrusive thoughts. Um, these thoughts can cause high levels of stress, and it's it's just something to be mindful. And I just wanted to kind of give you a little education on these before I continue with the steps. So it's important to note that intrusive thoughts, like they're, they're a part of the human experience. They're common. We're, we're humans. We're constantly thinking and we need to learn how to take control of our thoughts versus our thoughts controlling us and not allowing these intrusive thoughts to impact our emotions, creating anxiety or stress or anger arguments. Um, and, and really being able to move through them properly because they don't serve us. So other common intrusive thoughts are that negative self-talk, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm not pretty enough or I'm not smart enough to do that. Negative self-talk of like, I'm so stupid. I'm not worthy. Those are intrusive thoughts that bring you down the spiral. So the goal with this step here is bringing awareness to what the thought is. Where did it come from? And moving forward in your life, becoming aware of intrusive thoughts in maybe some of these categories, or maybe you feel these thoughts are creating some of these behaviors or mental health conditions, or maybe you feel like you already have OCD. And so now it's like bringing the awareness to, oh, okay, what are the intrusive thoughts that continue to occur that are, that's creating this condition and that you can overcome it. I don't struggle with OCD anymore. I don't have the fear of turning the lights, which is a certain way or having the volume at an even number. Like I don't have those thoughts controlling me anymore. That's a big reason why I wanted to speak on this today. Okay, let's move into step two. So you identify it, you become aware of the thought, and then you want to challenge these negative thoughts, these negative beliefs, these cognitive distortions, essentially. And so you want to like practice recognizing these as like just black or white thinking, right? And sometimes we overgeneralize. So when this intrusive thought arises, challenge it, question it. Don't allow it to just come into your mind and live rent-free for no reason. You get to be in control. Like you don't welcome in just anybody into your home, right? Like only friends and family and people you trust. Don't let these thoughts into your internal home without questioning them, questioning what's its purpose, what's in intention, what its valid validity is. And when you challenge it, 
looking for evidence to support it or refuse it. So questions I like to ask is, is this absolutely truth? Where did this come from? Did I put this in here? Did somebody else put this expectation, belief, thought in here? This, you know, was it from a TV show I was watching recently? Like, you don't have to like go down like the thing, but just recognize, does this thought serve me? Do I need to believe this thought? And then eventually replacing these with more actual realistic balanced thoughts, right? So for me, when I was overcoming some OCD things, I was like, okay, what is a thought? Oh, if I don't put the light switch, if I don't do something with my right hand and I don't do it with the left hand, then I'm uneven. And what happens that? Like, where's the fear? What's the thought that I'm not good enough or the fear of being unhealthy? Like I had to really, really question the thoughts in the moment and then replacing them with like, it's okay to just do it with my right hand. I don't have to do everything with my left hand or it's okay to just flicker the light once. It's safe and okay to have the volume at 23 and really learning to feel safe and grounded and realizing that like the thoughts and the fears were just made up in my mind. Okay, step three, engaging in mindfulness and present moment awareness. So this is like a practice I encourage you to have to be proactive and to become aware of your intrusive thoughts. And if you know me, it's really important to, I, I'm, I'm an advocate to having mindfulness practices because if you don't know how to slow down and be present and become aware, you are hurting yourself. And if you're the type of person like, I don't have time to meditate or to slow down, you're the person that needs to do it two times a day. I don't believe in allowing you to be constantly go, go, go. You're going to hit burnout. Your body doesn't, is not made meant for that. And so the beautiful part about this is that when you learn to slow down and be present with yourself, you are focusing on your breath, right? You're focusing on your body. But then what happens is you're able to gently bring attention to these thoughts that are arising. And when I tell people, when I guide my clients through meditations, meditations aren't about just sitting there and not having thoughts. That's actually a big misconception with meditation. Meditation is learning to be still and present and okay being by yourself and okay being silent. And it's giving you the opportunity to observe the thoughts. So those thoughts that are constantly happening on a subconscious level, ruling your day-to-day life, you get to now bring them to your forefront, to your awareness, bringing the things from the subconscious to the conscious. And so when I guide my clients through breath work or through meditation, I say, okay, you know, observe your thoughts, let them crash like the waves crash on the shore, just coming in and out, one ear out the other, but just observe it. Practice non-judgment, practice self-compassion, accepting the thought that, oh, I had this thought, but not attaching to this thought because you are not your thought and that thought may not be true, right? So like meditation, silent walks, baths, practices like that are great to help you build this muscle of learning to slow down, to observe your thoughts and observe the inner dialogue in your mind. And I want to present this analogy that I shared with a client the other day. If you don't slow down, how will you know the thoughts that are occurring consciously or subconsciously that are creating your feelings, which are eventually creating your mood, your attitude, your personality, which are creating your reality, right? There's an episode a few back. If you want to learn more about like how your personality creates your personality, like 
my client, for example, she was like, I don't think I'm ever in silence. I either have the TV on in the background or music on. And that's because our society has accustomed us to not be okay with silence. Cause when we're, when there's silence, it's just us and our thoughts and our inner voice. And it can be really uncomfortable, right? But we need that silence because if we're constantly listening to music or TVs, we can't hear our inner voice. We can't hear our inner guide, our intuition. We can't bring all these thoughts to the forefront because there's so much outside noise, right? Like there's a reason why stores, there's like psychology based, there's proof, like they openly discuss this, why stores have music playing in the background because it stops your like subconscious thinking of like, do I really need to buy this purse, these clothes, right? Like it's like a distraction. Now you're going to, now you're going to think of this every time you go into a store, but, but learning how to uh, implement mindfulness, quietness, moments with yourself practices are huge. Journaling is huge too. I have a journaling freebie. You guys can download it in the show notes below. Okay. Tip four is utilize a thought stopping technique. So this is like a pattern. This is what we call an LP is a pattern interrupt because like you've been running on the same cycle, the same pattern, who knows for how long years, maybe your entire lifetime. So we need to break that pattern. So an example you could do is you could say stop or, and when you say that you visualize a stop sign in your mind and you say it out loud, when that intrusive thought arises, you're just like, bam, whoa, that's a new thing. What, since when do we do that? Right. And when you do that, it's breaking that pattern of allowing that thought to be on autopilot and to control more thoughts to linger to then control the feeling. So immediately when you catch the thought, you break a pattern, you immediately direct your attention to it and you shift the thought to a neutral thought or a positive thought, or you don't engage in that thought. You feel me? So this is called pattern interrupting to break the automatic pattern that is going on in your mind. I share a lot of this more and more techniques on how to break patterns. This is what NLP really is, is breaking patterns because when you can break patterns, you can build new patterns to become a new version of you to create a new reality, right? And this is what I teach and coach on inside of Embrace Your Radiance. But like for me, I like talk to myself. I go, hold up, Tatiana. We do not think that way. We do not speak that way. We're going to choose this instead. Like I kind of make a little giggle. Like I talk to myself. So find a way to pattern interrupt. Maybe you like clap your hands really quick. You're like, nope, like stomp your feet. I don't, whatever it is, do something. I, I think speaking out loud and doing something physical or visual is a great way to have these pattern interrupt stopping techniques to break this pattern. So next tip kind of goes off of all of these, right? It's the next thing you got to do is practice thought replacements and reframing. So I like to, when I first started, I created a list of positive affirmations or counter thoughts to replace the intrusive thoughts to kind of have on hand, right? Like, okay, what can I think instead? I, I bring my clients through a practice where it's like, okay, bring everything up to mind that you can become consciously aware of the things you think about and replace them already. Draw a line like an arrow. So that way, when that thought comes up, you're going to have a little part of your mind that remembers the new belief, the new thought that you created, right? So when an intrusive thought comes, you can consciously replace it. So you do that pattern interrupt, right? Or maybe you're in a meditation and you can just slowly replace it with a positive affirmation, with a healthier, more empowered one. 
And so I like writing alternatives down because it gives me like go-to ones already. And reframes are great too. Like how can you reframe your perspective in a different way to be more balanced and rational? So like you're, if I had the fear of, um, if you have the fear of like having to wash your hands three times, because if not, you're going to get germs and you might die, like reframe that and be like, okay, washing my hands once is just the same. It is safe. And I, I trust that my body is healthy and it will fight off anything it needs to. And I'm going to be safe. And you reframe it, telling yourself you're healthy versus believing that you're sick. So you need to have to wash your hands three times and linger on with this fear, right? That's just like one example. So I think positive affirmations are a huge tool for this one. I have another freebie on this inside. You can go in the show notes below and download it. Obviously go more in depth with helping you create reframes and positive thought replacements based on where you're specifically at and what you're working through instead of embrace your radiance. But the freebie will be really supportive to create positive affirmations. Okay, let's keep going. So tip six, engage in behavioral techniques. So what this means is these are activities that will distract or redirect your focus away from the intrusive thoughts. So what can you do when you have these thoughts and that are putting you inside of a mood, whether it's anxious and you're going into a panic attack or um, a depressive episode, how can you create activities to move the energy out? So the thing is, is these thoughts create energy and they're caught up in the mind and we're always in the mind of the mind. If you're experiencing anxiety, it's because you're in your head and not in your body. So how can you get into your body and how can you find healthy activities to focus your attention away from the intrusive thoughts and move the energy? So maybe it's going on a walk, maybe it's exercising, maybe it's a hobby. You want to paint, you want to sing, you want to write music. Maybe you do read and read a healthy book that can easily distract your mind. Maybe it's going and spending time with your family or your loved ones. With this one, you can also add practicing like relaxation techniques so, you know, if you're, if you're getting overwhelmed and you're getting really anxious or really upset, like taking deep breaths or doing breath work or focusing on like, okay, what's my name? What's the color? Bringing your attention and your focus to the present moment versus the thoughts. Um, guided imagery. There's these different tools to help you through this, but like, what can you do to move your focus and attention to something else? Right. I always recommend like establishing a routine to create self-care activities so that your overall stress load is already proactively at a lower state. This helps you be proactive. So if you're in, you know, doing your reading, if you have hobbies, if you're exercising, you're already proactively moving the energy through. I remember when I finally got into a workout routine, my negative self-talk went from hundred to 50 because I was just so clear headed. I was so aware of the thoughts. I could change them more instantly. And I was moving the energy of the negative thought that was creating the negative feelings on the lower level. And so like, it just was so proactive about it. Okay. Um, tip seven is obviously seeking support and professional help when it comes to this. If you're experiencing a lot of intrusive thoughts, negative thoughts, um, negative emotions, self-doubt, overwhelming, stress, anxiety, reach out, get support. I think you're listening here for a reason. I'm a huge advocate for mental health support, whether that's a therapist, a counselor, or a coach, and work with someone that can help you, you know, shed light to your blind spots and help you actually create 
tools and techniques and have resources to specifically help you with where you're at. This is why I have coaching programs because great, you're listening to these, but if you give me the thought you're struggling with or the physical experience you're associating with, like I get to help clients create a reframe, create a thought, give them specific activities or tools or activities to do based on them and their situation, which obviously I can't you know, give everything away on the podcast because there's some of them come to me in the moment after a client shares. And so this is the beautiful part of having support. And so reach out if you're interested in, in coaching and going deeper with this, reach out, you can apply for embrace your radiance and we can see if it's a good fit for you, but either way, like find some type of help that feels aligned to you. All right. And step eight, stay patient and be persistent. So overcoming intrusive thoughts takes time and effort and be patient with yourself throughout this process and learn to celebrate the small victories. Learn to celebrate the thoughts when you become aware of them and the, and the fact that you're aware enough to make a change. Remember like setbacks are normal. You've been driving. I, I like to make the analogy, like you're driving on this highway. Like when you're driving on a highway, you're on cruise control essentially, right? And you're driving, you're driving, you're driving. So you're the, the neurons and neurotr- like links in your mind, essentially, the thoughts have been driving on the same highway for years. And what you're doing right now, when you become aware of these thoughts is you're like halting your car, you're boarding up the highway, you're finding a new redirection. You're starting to create the redirection, which is like digging up the road and then you pave the road. And then eventually you have to get used to this new route, but eventually you're driving down this new highway, this, these new thoughts, this new way of being. So like, stay patient. Rome wasn't built in one day. I didn't get to where I was in one day. It's taken me years. I've been doing this work since 2017. So be persistent, continue to practice some of these techniques, these practices, the pattern interrupting, the the mindfulness, and, and just know that you're human and it's not about perfection. It's not about never having an intrusive thought ever again, but it's more of like, how can you create better ways to be proactive about it and to move through the intrusive thoughts when they occur and less and less will occur over time. Okay. As we wrap up, let me give you this in the moment, three-step process that I typically do based on the things I just said to help you navigate your thoughts differently. So in the moment you recognize a thought, Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I'm scared of this. Like, and then the anxiety comes. So in that moment, what you're going to do is you need to bring awareness to it. You need to recognize what is the thought and, you know, maybe you do a pattern interrupt. You do that self-talk, you do the stop sign visualization and you recognize this is a thought and it does not serve me. Cool. Step one, awareness. In that moment, take step two. We want to thank the thought. Again, we don't want judgment here. Just be like, okay, thank you for being present. Thank you for the awareness I have on this thought and forgive it. So you thank it and you forgive it. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for bringing your presence here because without the awareness, without its presence, you would not have the ability to change it. So instead of judging it and getting angry towards it, thank it for showing up because it's just your way of saying like it's ready to move through this thought and and shift it. So you thank it, you forgive it. I forgive you because I know you're not you are not me. I'm not my thought and we're going to change you. So then we move to step three and you choose the next thought that's better. 
So say you're in a really dull state, you just lost your job or a client said no to you and that's like the fifth no you've got or you just got broken up with, right? Like be mindful of what the next thought is. I'm not telling you to be like, oh yes, I have a thriving business if it's just, you feel like you're hitting a wall or like you're in the most healthiest relationship, like loving relationship when you just got broken up with, right? No. The goal with this step is to choose the A, any next thought that's better. How can you reframe it? How can you be more positive? Or how can you choose the next thought? And the reason why I say the next thought, it's because it's like taking the next step up. You're like at a, you know, rock bottom type of thing. And you're like, okay, what's the next step? Okay. Like, oh, no one ever wants to sign up with me. My business is going to fail. Okay. What's the next thought? Hmm. With each no, I get closer to the next yes. Right. Or with each breakup I learn and I'm going to find my soulmate one day. Or I'm not pretty enough or not. You know what? I am good enough. And I love my outfit today. Or I love my hair. Whatever it is. Just choose the one next thought. Because from there, you get to go up to the next thought, which is up the stairs. And up the stairs, up the stairs, up the stairs. Versus you just trying to go from the bottom to the top right away. Trying to think like lovely and dandy and positive And like everything's working out for you when deep down you already know it's not because your mind has a bullshit meter. So that's the three-step process. You bring awareness. You recognize the thought. What is the thought that doesn't serve you? You thank the thought. You forgive the thought. And then you just choose the next thought to help move you back into a, a, the next direction. Okay? So just as a reminder, we all have intrusive thoughts. And we can control them versus them choosing us and controlling us. It's how I went from negative victim, hating myself in my life mentality and lifestyle to victor, to so much self-love, so much confidence, to manifesting a life, a career, a relationship I had always dreamed of. And this was a first step for me to do it. And I hope this helps you too. Like I'm telling you, when I became control of my thoughts and aware of my thoughts, it changed my life. I healed my relationship with my body, with my food. I found self-love. I discovered who I was. I overcame self-doubt and negativity and self-hate, which led me to quitting my corporate job, which led me to starting a business, moving to Florida, getting engaged. Like, oh, it all started with my thoughts though and beliefs in myself and, and overcoming them. And you can do this too. And so if you're wanting to go deeper with yourself, with your um, your mindset with who you are. If you want to make changes in your life and your career, learn how to shift your perspective and really get like step-by-step support and guidance. Join Embrace Your Radiance. This is my signature group coaching program that helps you let go of what no longer serves you, helps teach you how to rewrite your story, how to become a master of your mindset, how to build unshakable confidence, knowing who you truly are so you can step into your power and manifest and create a life you dream of. This program will give you the step-by-step guide, the A to Z processes, everything that you need, tools, resources, and coaching support and so much more. This is a whole life program and I would love to have you inside. And so if you're interested in learning more, you can apply using the link in the show notes below. And at the end of the day, I hope that these steps become supportive for you. So I'm just going to recap it real here. Here, Remember, Make sure to identify the thoughts and start to understand what intrusive thoughts are, what intrusive thoughts you have and where they're coming from. Then we want to challenge these thoughts and these distortions and understanding, do these believe, do I believe this? Is this truth? Where does this come from? 
you want to, we want to engage in mindfulness practices so that we can get present in the moment and bringing our thoughts to the forefront. So meditation, silence, journaling, we want to observe the thoughts, not judge them. Making sure you utilize thought stopping techniques. So that's that pattern interrupt, the visualization or yelling of the stop, right? Break the pattern when that thought comes up. Practice thought replacement and reframing when those thoughts come up. Begin to engage in change in behavioral techniques. So moving your body, getting healthy ways to distract or redirect your focus and, and do something differently so you're not in your head and you're in your body and you're doing something. So hobbies, exercise, hanging with loved ones. Staying patient and persistent takes time. We're not meant to be perfect. And finally, seeking support and professional help if you need to to take it a step forward. And then moving into that three-step process, bring awareness, recognize what the thought is, that it doesn't serve you. Think the thought, forgive the thought, and choose the next best thought. And by following these tips and these steps and incorporating them into your daily life, you're going to gradually overcome these intrusive thoughts and regain control of your mind again. Remember, everyone's on their unique journey, so be patient and compassionate with yourself. And please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions or if you need any support and just embrace the process, embrace the journey of becoming your, your best self. And just know that you are not alone in this journey and to really apply what you've learned here today. I hope you took notes and baby steps and start implementing them. Well, I appreciate you so much for listening and for doing the work. I've received so many messages lately just of how much the podcast has been of support for you. And I just, I thank you so much for listening. And we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you listening and staying loyal. If you valued from this, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. If you would like to be a part of my private free Facebook group for more trainings, check out the show notes below. You'll get all the freebie links. Facebook links, the link to join or apply for Embrace Your Radiance and the other programs I have. And I love you. I appreciate you for listening and for doing the work and showing up for yourself because when you make a change for yourself, that's when we make a change for the world and make it a better place. Well, thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week for the next episode. Continue to shine your light and I hope you have the most radiant day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Make sure to tag me in any posts that you share. I love and appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out and radiate your light into the world.